we're back. We're back. Uh, why don't I, I gotta come up with something new? It's a good one. It's a classic. I'm hungry. That's right. It's lunchtime almost, yes. Scott. But that's all we're talking about today. No, today. we're talking about students. It's summertime. Summertime. It's the last week of school, Scott. We're Talk excited. About camp. I love camp. I like camp. <laughs> Summer camp is coming. Student ministry is here today. Blake Lawson is talking about it. What yep. to know, how to get involved, checking out all the cool stuff they're doing. High school and middle school camp generate and the big stuff. That's right. So thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening, whatever podcast client you're on, or on YouTube. You can see us. Mm, podcast client. I like that. You like that? Yeah. That's good. That's nice. That's right. Professional-ish. Mm. <laughs> but make sure you give us a like, follow us, The Simple Church YouTube channel, or wherever you're listening, and check out this great interview with Blake. It was. It was a fun. There it is. Yes. Welcome back. We're glad to be here. Scott Odom and me, Evan Samenko here on the Backstage with the Simple Church podcast. We've got Blake Lawson, our inner middle school pastor here, who just did the noise, Scott. Stoked to be here. He did a fantastic job. He did do a fantastic job. <laughs> yes, I'm sure that's what you truly feel. We are talking about summer and student ministry today for all of our teenagers listening, which is probably not very many. But if you're a parent right. of a teenager, you're somebody, a grandparent even, mm. we want to talk about what student ministry is doing this summer. And reflect back, Scott, because you and me, we grew up in student ministry. No. Oh. No. Well, I did. <laughs> All right. Jordan was actually in my student ministry. I was Jordan's youth pastor for a very short time. Oh, Are you serious? I'm so I sorry, Jordan. Right. No way. We were talking about this. Jordan doesn't have a microphone to say this story, but last week we were saying that he seemed like when he was in high school and I was the youth pastor, it was a way bigger age gap, and I seemed like a quote-unquote adult, right? Yeah. But we're only like six years apart, Jordan, five years apart, something like that. Wow. So it just You're that far apart? I think so. I'm 33. How old are you, Jordan? 27. Six, That's wow. me and like six Ryan almost. Yeah. yeah the closest. Wow. That's weird. So I, I was George's youth was pastor. that big of an age gap. Now we're coworkers. Oh, Look at that. Hmm. It's kind of weird. I was just talking to Hannah about this literally last night, but she was invited to like a senior graduation party. And I was like, that's so weird because it was only two years ago, but seniors already seem like no, 80s, she, man. Two years ago? You mean one year? I was two years because I took a gap year. And I just finished my uh, freshman year at Bibsy. Oh, She's yeah. one year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, yes, it is very weird. I was the guy that stayed home for college, and so, like, you're still around town, and I still helped in student ministry, and all these people are younger than you. I was like, I don't belong here. Yeah. This is weird. Mm. Mm. Scott? Yes? You haven't talked a lot today. I'm sorry. That's all right. I'm just listening. So we're looking back in student ministry lane. You and me grew up in the same student ministry. Yes, we did. We had the same high school pastor. Yes, we did. Chip Mitchell. Yes, we did. And we, we went to a lot of camp. Did you stick your mouth on the mic? I did. All right. Anyway. What did that dynamic look like with the two of you in student ministry? I'm going to be completely honest. I don't remember Evan much in student ministry. And in fact, apparently I bullied Evan. And <laughs> we've talked we've about talked Are we going to do this on the air? Let's do this Many on. times. We have. But uh, yeah, I don't remember him much. I was a senior and he was eighth grade freshman. freshman. Really? Yeah. I feel like there was a bigger gap there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, apparently I bullied him or something. I don't know. So for the factual part of the story. <laughs> well, because once again, 
I don't remember. There was a I don't ever remember you being there. Which is more hurtful than the bullying itself. Yeah, I feel like in two minutes my role has changed to Dr. Phil. We shared a room together for five days. And I don't remember him being there. Just not even remember my existence. I can tell you the camp though is Mount Lebanon. We were it was with Justin's band, Open Eyes. I was the a roadie and so our pastor, Justin Hagler, was in a band called Open Eyes. Yeah. It was towards the end of their career. Yeah. Yeah, I'd been with them since eighth grade. Is when I was so that was five years yeah, for you. So that was five years for me. I guess Evan came in. We did I guess it was the last camp we ever did, which was out Mount, Mount Lebanon, Texas, which is outside of hmm. Dallas. I Vacation believe Vacation hotspot. Misleading. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was in a very dry, hot place. Here's the pro tip for summer camp. Don't put it in horrible places. I mean <laughs> it was big yeah. stuff in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, uh, I, they had a pool. I don't even think I ever swam in the pool. I don't remember swimming. Yeah, but anyway, we were staying in the the place that we were at was uh, that we stayed in was like a motel six on the grounds. Though. Nice. It was like they had a facility that you could stay there. Yeah, no TVs, no nothing. And yep. so I, as a freshman, had started volunteering in student ministry that year. I was running lights and learning to do some video editing with Chip Mitchell, who's the high school pastor. We went to camp that summer, so the end of my freshman year. And Scott ended up being my roommate. And Scott was a very unpleasant roommate. <laughs> I, I can't imagine. I'm always pleasant. So that <laughs> Absolutely. Would... That that just blows my mind that I would be unpleasant. And so Scott being a senior. I don't think that I was unpleasant. I think that I was a typical senior and kind of goofy. And Evan always being serious and never having any fun, doesn't know what fun is. And so he was offended by my funness. So I'm going to let everybody decide. Go ahead, Blake. To Scott's credit, and obviously I wasn't there. This was years before I would even be born. But... Uh this yeah, was this was this was before he was born. Yeah. 2002. So 2000, I was born in 2001. Yeah, this was okay. literally the wow. year he was born. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But there is nothing that tests you like sharing a room or a confined space with somebody for five days, especially in an emotional like thing like the ups and downs of camp. Yeah, that, you can we, be very, we were on the other side of the emotional ups and downs of camp, though, because we were just there as a band. We were running Granted, the yeah, stuff. Yeah, we were running the stuff. But even that taken into account, you don't really know somebody until you have to live with them and be in a very space true. With them. Because yeah. little tiny things they do will drive you. Well, apparently, I may or may not have broken the Michael Jackson rule. We won't go into exact details. I think and, we do need to go into it now and, because and you're what, kind of downplay. And yeah. well, because once again, I don't remember. So let me tell you what I remember, Blake. And you decide if you, you're going to let you be. I the don't judge. remember. Okay. As a freshman, I'd only been to camp one other time. I literally had never stayed at an overnight experience with anybody without my parents besides one time in Gets seventh grade. This guy. <laughs> I get Scott. And one of the initial things that uh, my friend, Ryan Epps, that was closer to, without it be funny, was Scott comes out of the shower, whips his towel off completely naked, and jumps in my bed wet. Holy cow. <laughs> it was fun. Horrifying. So, we'll but that's me decide. being a bully. It was well, funny. Everyone laughed, I guess. 
But once again, I don't remember Ryan Epps being there. Yeah, sexual assault is always kind of on the line. <laughs> that is <laughs> not that is not sexual assault. <laughs> a giant wet man jumping naked into a freshman's bed is definitely sexual assault. This. I will not, not see you, Scott. We have moved on. You it's brought the, it up. Uh, Once again, no, What's no, no. We have not broken up. Broken up? Broken up? You know what? Never mind. I'm Come not going to go there because I can't get my thoughts together. So that's not what's going to happen at camp this year. No. But it's not I happening anymore. I no, hope it does. That's horrible. <laughs> no, we are not going to put that on camp. That's right. So, Blake, pull us out of this. So, you grew up moving around. You're an Air Force kid. You went to different stuff, but you said that you've not been to camp with Simple Church yet. So, me and Scott I are going to have you in yeah. to talk about it. But talk about your experience growing up with church camp. When did you go? How old were you? So camp has always been one of my favorite parts of every single year growing up. We used to have it at a campgrounds in Hawaii called Camp Pu'ukahea. And what that would mean. Camp what? Pu'ukahea. It's Hawaiian. <laughs> oh my gosh. This will be in, our camp will be in Ruston or <laughs> Florida. So there's no, you know, pronunciation really difficulties. Oh, your dad was in the Air Force. You ended up in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. So are you going to tell us about this camp or? Well, I was going to get there. Yeah. <laughs> but camp is great every single year. You... I don't think you really get the full experience of being in a youth ministry unless you go to camp because it's there's no place like it in a youth ministry where you can let down your guard and really feel Jesus in the presence of other of your peers in such a cool place. Wow, because, you just went deep there. Yeah. Well, but I want to know more about Camp Pukehea or whatever. What does it mean? Hawaiian roller coaster ride? Yeah. Is that? We're going to say yeah <laughs> because I'm not actually sure. <laughs> puka, yeah. puka, pu, how do you say it? Pu'ukahea. Pu'ukahea. Yeah. Uh, and then we move campsites to Lady of Kau. Let me try one more time. Pu'ukahea. 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 Sorry. I just want to get it right. Pu'ukahea. All right. I can't Pu'ukahea. Anyway, continue. Yeah. But it's awesome. What did you do with that camp, though? Um, what well, were your, what, what was a day in the life of Blake Lawson at Camp Pukiheka? <laughs> and how old are you? I am six years old. 20 at the time we have gone. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. At camp. No, <laughs> camp. since I was camp. 14. Okay. okay. So what yeah. was, so 14 year old, bright eyed, bushy tailed Blake Lawson, all homeschooled up, ready to go to Pukiheka camp. What is a day at the camp Pukehea in Hawaii. Well, the organized activities were always really fun mm. from the games. We always did dodgeball. We always went to the beach one day, oh, God. but my team, where, where would you, of course, yeah, we're going to go to the beach in Hawaii. That's well, the yeah. camp to go to. We need to sign our kids up for that. Sorry. Anyway, we do have a beach camp, Scott. We'll talk I know, about but not in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Well, I will say my team won every year for six years mm. because of you. Because of me, I was a leader. Not because no. of me, because of Jesus. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, was the youth pastor's wife on the team? Is that why it always won? No, actually, our youth pastor never got married. We're still hoping for him. Come on, Jesse, make it happen. But that's Scott has a little bitterness. He's bringing up a lot of things today that we're working yeah. out here, Doctor Phil. No, no, I, I'm not. I'm not bitter at all because I was always on Mallory's team, and we always won. They accused Mallory of being the winner on most student ministry things. There which, was definitely some truth which, in that though, right? I, I'm, I'm not complaining at all because I got to go on a lot of cool trips and everything <laughs> because every time, because Mallory would be like, you want to be on my team? I was like, yes. <laughs> but there's no right way to do that because if you don't give her points, it's because she's your wife. And if you do give her points, then people are going to say, well, it's just because he's... Well, and to, to give Mallory some credit, just like Evan, 
they are both extremely competitive well, yeah. and will do anything to win. She rose to the occasion. And so, and anything, that may mean she cheated, but not that <laughs> Evan cheated, but that she cheated to win. Oh, definitely. I have and no that, evidence of any cheating. Yeah, I can tell you for a fact because I helped in the cheating. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Well, my team was notorious for getting in trouble every single year. It wasn't normally for cheating because... That's not how I roll. I'm competitive, but I'm if I'm cheating, I'm not really winning. No, you gotta you gotta push the envelope, man. That's it. Well, if we fall too far behind, then yeah, we'll start. If we're second yeah. to last place, then we'll start cheating yeah, for yeah. sure. You gotta, you gotta. I mean, you know, there's a line. You gotta. I'm not talking about full blown cheat cheat. Like, but you know, you gotta press the envelope. Toe up, yeah, bit. yeah. But we got in trouble for camp pranks, which is definitely <gasps> gonna happen. That oh, reminds yeah. me. Yes. Sorry. That's all right. So Blake, tell us about some pranks you've done over your years that this is not what kids would do at camp if they go with you this year. Oh, well, we did the obvious ones, like we put the uh, clear wrap over people's doors so that when they woke up in the morning, the leaders had an early team morning meeting at like six a.m. And so uh, we would put clear wrap on their doors <laughs> when they walked out. And it looked like they were walking through. Do you not call it saran wrap? That's awesome. Well, it's shrink wrap, saran wrap. Okay. Clear, you know, I, all that. I, I, I was clear with wrap. you. I call it clear yeah. wrap. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's so stupid. Actually, like, I think it's a brand name. Oh. Sorry. Uh. Staying up to like three in the morning and just like laying out the saran wrap and going. You, you remember when my group stayed open, to, stayed up till 3 a.m. We'll talk about that. All right. You remember that? I'm not sure which time. Oh, big stuff. Remember my leadership at big stuff? You were the intern. We'll, we'll talk about it in All a right. second. Anyway, continue. I remember super vividly that night that we were uh, laying out the saran wrap. There's this one kid. I mean, there's always six graders. You don't have to call it saran wrap. If it's clear wrap to you, you let it be clear wrap. Well, now I'm like <laughs> self-conscious about I've just my never called cling, it clear wrap. Cling wrap. Cling wrap, yeah. Yeah. So this clear papery substance, we were laying it out. <laughs> and uh, there's always like a couple six graders that have never been away from home. This is their first time, you know, staying somewhere overnight without their parents. And I remember this one kid named Kanoi, and he kept talking to his parents in his sleep, like full conversations with his mom. And me and my buddy Nate and Johnny, we were laying out the cling wrap. We were like planning out, okay, we're going to wait till three. The golf cart's going to be passed. Like they're going to be, you know, the security detail has stopped moving around. And we're going to go out. We're going to put it on the doors and everything. And we hear, mom, and we're like, what the heck was that? And he's talking, it's like, I don't want to be here. I'm scared. And we were like, stop. What is going on? It's like in the pitch black. And it became, it was funny for two seconds. And then it was terrifying. And then Johnny threw a shoe and he woke him up. And Kanoi was like, what's going on? He was like, you just woke up. (laughs) Go back to bed. But uh, it's kind of like when you hear a child's voice at 3 a.m. Except for you don't have any children in your house. Dun, dun, dun. Does that happen a lot to you? (laughs) No, it's it's a meme. You have thought that your trailer is haunted before. Oh, it is. It's 100% haunted. (laughs) Abs- absolutely. Anyway, well, Blake, what was uh, another Justin prank? Was, my favorite that I always think about is, um, and we waited, <laughs> this is, you know, think of this what you will, but we <laughs> waited till the last night of camp, and that's the camp that traditionally everybody's crying. There's a big... It's Kumbaya night. Yeah. Well, it's a really cool night because, you know, everybody's feeling, you know, the presence of the Lord, and that's really, really cool. So that's when we strike. <laughs> my team, like like ninjas. Yeah, we. My team was at the back, and uh, we all looked at each other at the end of the you know crying night, and everybody was talking, and they're having their you know little end of camp session. They're all like, "Thank you all for coming. Like, we hope you experience something. Take this with you as you go." 
And I looked to one side of my camp. I saw my boys. We nodded. I looked to the other side of the camp. I see my boys. We nod. We go into the plantation house where uh, our rival team, we're in first place, obviously. They're in second place. But just to rub it in just a little bit more because they were so confident all the camp that they were going to win, we took pictures of how they had laid their uh, their cabin set up. This is upstairs in the plantation house. We take pictures of the whole room and then we move everything that is not nailed down, all their bags, all their box springs, all their mattresses, the bedside table, lamps, everything. We take it all and we march it down to the bottom of the hill. The plantation house is like on the side of this hill. We march it down all the way to the bottom and we set it up exactly like it was laid out in the room. And so there's like um, the box springs and the mattress and then there's a lamp next to it and all their bags were everywhere. <laughs> and then they come back to their rooms and it, we're in there and it is just completely empty. <laughs> and they're like, dude, what the heck? And then we pointed down to the bottom of the hill and we run extension cords and all the lamps were on. It was in the middle of the night. They had to march everything back in. They were super upset with us. But See, I'm not laughing, Scott. Because that I exact same prank happened to me. I think really? on the last day of camp. Oh, I, I was so proud. Once we again, laughing. I am for pranks. I, I have a couple that if Absolutely. kids are listening when they go to camp, if you want to try them out. We might have to edit those out. But yeah. June 2010, I got married on May 29th. Mm-hmm. We went on our honeymoon. I came back from one week, and then we went to camp. We had been married two weeks. Which camp? Uh, this was uh, Camp Fuego in Eunice. Ugh. We went down south and took some high school kids. I was the middle school and the high school pastor, so we did both. Middle school camp was in July, but we went back. So my brand new bride, we go to camp together. Hmm. The last day of camp, we have a big camp staff meeting. We get into our room at 2 a.m., and everything is missing. There is not anything that wasn't nailed down in the room, and we didn't know where it was. They didn't even set it outside for us. They put it in somebody's car, and Mallory loses it. And is very upset, and mm-hmm. I have to go be angry and tell them to bring the stuff back and put that it all back. That is hilarious. That is awesome. It was not funny on this side of it. That was that's <laughs> pretty good. There's a lot of a little <laughs> annoying yeah. things that you can do. Like sure. I put uh, Kool Aid powder. I took off the head of a shower and put Kool Aid powder in yeah. it. Get all sticky. <laughs> screwed it back. No, no, no. So the Kool Aid powder. <laughs> so what you do? Really, the best thing to do with Kool Aid powder is not that but it's actually to put it in the shampoo bottle because what it does is is it actually stains your both your skin and your hair and guess what kids doesn't come out for a couple of days <laughs> a fun thing awesome. to do with a shower head though is to take a jolly rancher or oh. three put it in the shower head because what happens is is it melts but you don't know that it's melting cuz it's the clear, hot water right? and it's clear and then you take a shower and when you lay down in your sheets guess what happens it's all sticky so guess what you do? You get up and you take, take another, another shower. shower. <laughs> guess what? You're still sticky. Good Lord. So yep. pro tip for anybody going to camp, check your shower heads mm-hmm. and yeah. lock your door. Yep. So that's some camp pranks. Scott, I do remember the story now that you were yes. referencing earlier. It took me a minute to remember yeah. now what you're saying. But tell that story as you were a camp leader. So this was, I was actually the simple church camp leader for big stuff. Wow. I was the simple church youth minister for that week. Because it was probably summer 2008. Yeah, it was Simple Church had just started, and First Bozier, our uh, who we, we you know were a part of kind of at that time, uh, they were going to big stuff. So there were some students that wanted to go, and I was the only person available to go. So they're like, "You're going with these kids." So we go, and Evan is a um, is intern. A I'm working intern. He's stuff, working yeah. at big stuff. Will Guyton is the you know, he's the youth minister at First Bossier. So first night we're there, I have freshman boys. 
And I have a senior, so this is how my, my week begins. I have a senior that is laying in my room crying. I literally pushed him out the door with my foot because his best friend was in my room and he wanted him to room with him. And I was like, no, that's not how this works. I was like, bye-bye. And I just kind of pushed him out. So, <laughs> Sympathetically. Yeah. Shh. <laughs> Get out. Shh, shh, shh. Um, but you have a then, bunch of games and fun talks planned with your best yeah. friend. <laughs> but also, you know, once again, it's freshman boys. This is their first time away, blah, blah, blah. And they are going nuts. And so I'm like, guys, you really need to go to bed. And they're like, no, we're not going to bed. I said, you know what? Stay up as late as you want to. So I let them stay up. They were up till 3, 4 a.m. just going crazy, laughing, everything. So I just stayed out on the balcony. I hung out. I talked with them. You know, I went out and talked to Evan and to Will. And then I set my alarm for 6 a.m. I put it in my pillow and I put it to the lowest volume that I could. And uh, they went to sleep. We all went to sleep. So 6 a.m. my alarm gets up. I'm the only one that wakes up. So I turn my alarm off. I go outside and I, I keep, you know, I do little things so the door doesn't come all the way back. You know, as I go outside, <laughs> I take a big, deep breath. I kick open our door. I'm screaming at the top of the lungs. I flip over both mattresses. I get everybody up. They are dressed, and we are in line at breakfast by 6.15 a.m. They had been up since 3. So they're in line. They're quiet. We are the first ones for breakfast. I make them (laughs) sit at my table. And as we're sitting there, I make them sit across from me. I say, hey, guys, you're going to stay up late tonight? I never had a single problem out of them for the rest of the week. They were in the rooms asleep by 9 o'clock the rest of the week. <laughs> you know what? You got results. So hard to argue with yeah. that. Once again, I wasn't mean about it. But I was like, if you're going to stay up, there's going to be consequences. Yeah. And I told them. And no once power again, struggle. that night, I said, you can stay up as late as you want. But I want you to know there will be consequences to that. Mm-hmm. And they didn't believe me. And they learned. So we've talked about traumatic things at camp. We've talked about things that don't go well, but we are going to camp this year, and there is a lot of good that comes from camp. Yeah, to say that, they still had a wonderful time. Definitely one of the best camps that I have ever been to in my life is actually a camp where high school is going, which Jonah was supposed to be here to talk about that, but unfortunately he had a little bit of an issue this morning, so he couldn't be here. They're going to Big Stuff in Florida, June 21st to the 25th. And Big Stuff. on the beach. Yes, Yes, it is on the beach. They get... They, the kids and adults, you get three hours of time on the beach to do. I mean, it's it's obviously a section off beach, so you're not, mm-hmm. you know, you're not there. The public isn't there, but you get to do uh, a lot of fun stuff. You can pretty much have free time on the beach. It's, it's wonderful. Beautiful. Awesome. You have great speakers. You have an excellent band. There's, if you're a leader, they have leadership classes. It is probably, in my opinion, one of the best summer camps out there. I would completely agree with that. Blake, you haven't been, so you can't personally speak to it. But I just, can't. But speaking for camp, in my opinion, if there's going to summer camp is one of the best things you can do as a young Christian. I promise you it will make you look at your faith in a different way. And getting to experience that amongst your peers in such a vulnerable, receptive time Especially after COVID, like, wow, you know. that was very deep. That's good. I mean, you had nothing going on last summer, so what better way to spend this summer than going to literally one of the most beautiful beaches in the world, Which Florida. Which is Destin. Destin is well, gorgeous. Pensacola. Panama City. Panama City, yeah. Well, yeah. it's all right there. Still the white court sand, beautiful beaches. Mm. I, we lived in, we did a uh, two years at Eglin, so 
I can personally vouch for the Florida beaches. They're very nice. Very nice. So Big Stuff started, and there's got a cool tie to that. It was North Point Church in Atlanta. Yes. It's Andy Stanley is a guy that we use a lot of his resources. Mm-hmm. And Heard Open of. Eyes was the one of the bands for camp. Not just one of the bands. We were the original band. So Big Stuff... It wasn't even called Big Stuff. I can't remember the name of it because I actually went. Large things. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they actually used to rent out uh, half of the Sandestin Resort, and that was the camp. Wow. And, uh, well, it, was the, it wasn't the. It was so there's like Sandestin is split into two halves, and one half is the beach half, and then the other half is like a giant hotel on the other side. Mm-hmm. We were in the bay side. Okay. So it's not as nice as you think, but still nice. But uh, yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but we, but Open Eyes was literally the original band. So we, I say we because it was me and Chip and all those guys, we would go and set up all of our equipment and spend a week down there for their camp mm-hmm. with wow. Andy Stanley and all of them. Yeah, that was a long time ago. So they made it a camp that's open to the public. It's a nonprofit. They yep. have their own organization. And when I worked there in 2007, we saw 20,000 campers that summer. Yeah, so when we were there, it was one week. Like, with Open Eyes, it was one week, and it was just North Point. Wow. And we had 11 weeks, and we had about 2,000 students a week. If it was one week, how many people showed up to that one? There were so many kids. (laughs) There was probably... I mean, we we were in a... So the hotel had a convention center, so it was like the convention center, and there was... I mean, I may be off, because once again, like Justin, I can exaggerate, but I want to say 500 kids. Because we oh. did it two years. Yeah, we had 2,000 a week when I Yeah, was, yeah, like when okay. it was just with us, it was 500 kids. I was expecting like 50,000 kids yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the no. one week. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's from, that, but like, once no. again, that's just one church. When yeah, Once they started true. doing it and inviting other churches, yeah, so imagine one church with 500, 500 students. Kids. Yeah, it was crazy. It is crazy. So that Big Stuff is phenomenal. Really it's nauseous. for completed 9th through 12th graders. Yes. So this year, if you finish 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th grade, it's open for high school students. You can go to thehsm.tv, get all the info. And my thing that I have always told parents about camp was I went in 7th grade. I didn't want to go. I really was not enjoying church. I was real shy and awkward. My mom basically told me I was going to go whether I like it or not. Mm-hmm. And so I invited two friends, and that was the summer that I rededicated my life. I got baptized. I'd made the decision when I was younger, but it really was a pivotal moment in my life in seventh grade and changed the entire direction of my life. Yeah. And I just think Ooh. about what a butthole I was to my mom. And I've yeah. told her this over the years of I did not want to go. I was very resistant. But getting those two friends there was critical. It was huge. Absolutely. See, it is so funny because I had the exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't wait to go to camp. I went in elementary school, I think, because we had, first of all, I lived like a street down from Camp Bethany. So I didn't have very far to go, first of all. <laughs> I made it a little easier. <laughs> made it a little easier. But, like, we did Camp Harrison, but I couldn't wait to go. I went in elementary school. I think second grade was my first camp Christian yeah, camp. Yeah, I never experience. did kids camp. Yeah. I did kids camp, middle school camp, high school camp. I'm trying to think. My first camp experience must have been uh, Summer Survivor at First Bossier. When Ah. they were doing the Outlast thing. You remember the Outback? I was a part of it. Were you really? We were both there. I was third grade. We were here because my uh, grandpa was sick. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That is I was a volunteer that every year. Yeah, I was an actor on stage. That is so weird helping you with SK Live doing your Gordo thing. And then thinking that I saw you do a different version of probably something similar. Yeah, I was the sh- I was the Swedish chef. Fifteen years. Swedish chef. Swedish chef. Yeah, there you go. That is wild. So going back to camp though, that's high school. Middle you know, school has a camp though. Tell us about middle, middle school, school is camp. coming up even sooner than high school. High school is mm. June twenty first through twenty fifth. That's big stuff at Florida. 
But middle school, we are going to Camp Generate. It's going to be at the Louisiana Tech campus, yeah. June 14th through 18th. It's just right around the corner. Which is my birthday, by the way. Oh. June 18th? Yeah, Happy the whole week I was born. That <laughs> it's yeah. a long process. So, yeah. so, Blake, you've not been to Generate. I have This will be our fourth time thinking. So I was the middle school pastor. Wow. We did go to Big Stuff and took middle school kids one time. And some people listen to me and be like, oh, the middle school kids don't go to the beach. Mm-hmm. Middle school kids don't necessarily like the beach like high school kids. I will agree with you on that. We have done it. And it seemed like there was less structure. But in middle school camp, you stay in the college dorms. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool that you get to have the college experience. You you go and get a card. You do your food in the cafeteria. There's choices to eat. It's really, you're like a Louisiana Tech student for a week as a yeah. middle schooler. So they really enjoy that part. There is rec. They do teams, like you were saying, the competitions. They have a great pool, by the they way. They do. It's a brand new, beautiful massive, facility. Indoor rock climbing. pool. Bowling alleys free. You can do ping pong. You can do basketball court. Yeah. Here's my thing. Come on. When I heard that we were, okay, so I heard, I, I obviously haven't been the interim middle school pastor for all that long. And so when I accepted the job, camp was already locked down for this year. Right. And when I heard that high school was going to Florida and we Beach. were going to Ruston, I was like, <laughs> man, I feel like we're getting a little gypped here. But then we interviewed, if you want to go on to the SES chat room, Jonah and I do a podcast every single week where we interview special guests. We'll put a we link in the show notes so that people can find it. High schoolers, middle schoolers, people that have something to bring to the table that we wanted to get on the podcast. It's really fun. Uh, last week, we talked to our moms for Mother's Day. That Aww. may have been a couple weeks ago now. Aww. Yep. But uh, super cool. We'd never done it before on our podcast. We Zoomed them in. But uh, we talked a few, probably a month or two ago now. To Nicholas and Eli Griffin. You'll know both of them. I do. But uh, they were talking about camp and coming back to the convention center. And I, you know, I, even to that podcast, I went in thinking like, shoot, they're going to the beach. What can I, how can I convince them to come to Russin with me? And Nick was almost like envious that we were going to camp generate. And I was like, what? Wait, hold up. As a high schooler. Yeah. want to go to the beach. He was looking at Eli. He's like, dude, it's so awesome. There's like bowling there's rock climbing there's so much stuff you can do if it's you it's beautiful outside but if it gets too hot you can go inside and do all these amazing things and we've got awesome speakers lined up there's going to be a band it's going to be crazy honestly if you're even thinking a little bit about coming please 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 show up to camp right now we've actually got you a can lot of drive there you can literally drive there it's 40 minutes away so even if you did get cold feet in the middle of the night you want to see your mom she can come up Say hi to you. And, and that is another perk for middle school students yeah. that we've had families drive over and being a little closer to home. And it's sometimes it is a difficult thing to be away from home. They're not all Scots, more Evans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you can get through the first night, though, Probably I promise it'll Evans be locked in. Scots. Absolutely. And I know with COVID, it's weird. And there's people concerned probably and not sure. And there's people that are listening that aren't. But I know for a fact, big stuff and generated both sent the health things they're doing. They're going to be cleaning. They're going right. to be trying to keep it safe and be able to figure that out. I just hope they clean that hotel at big stuff. <laughs> I'm sure they will. They will. Joan asked me to be a leader. And I said, I'll lead this year if I get to stay somewhere else. <laughs> We're talking up camp, Scott, not talking yes. down. Hey, camp. Once again. <laughs> The high schoolers don't care, which I get. Because, We're getting older. Yeah, yeah. When the older you get, though, the more accommodations are kind of like you wanted nice. Once again, kids, they can sleep on the floor. Middle schoolers and high schoolers don't stay still long enough for it to matter. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. That's right. The adults are kind of like, uh, Getting creaky. Yep. That's right. Yeah, it's but, hard to get up off a cot. Yeah. I'm Absolutely. sure that won't be a problem, though. <laughs> Leaders, please come with me. Yeah. No. Scott is doing the opposite of what yeah. we wanted to do today. No, I'm saying it's it's great. And, and if you've never experienced camp, especially as an adult, you should at least once. Yes. Even if you're, you know, and especially if you're going with your child, like that's even an extra experience. And you should always experience camp. 
I think at any time, if you've never been, camp is an amazing experience, and you it, it's unlike anything else. I'm just saying that it's harder as an adult to get off a cot, but I will say that it's worth it to go and experience it. And if you're going to go to a camp, I would definitely suggest either Generate or Big Stuff. Well, now that I have the Although hindsight. I've never been to Generate, I've only been, we did, what was the camp that we always did at Rest in Life? Uh, student Life. Student Life, yeah. Now that camp wasn't as fun as Generate, but that's only because they're back then, of course, this was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, there weren't as many fun things. Like, there wasn't the bowling alley and all that then, but it was still fun. The right. new student center yeah. at Louisiana Tech's campus is, yeah, is amazing. Crazy. Yeah. Thank you, Tornado. Well, maybe Scott. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scott, maybe you'll decide to join us this year. No. We'll see. There you go. But if you don't want to be a Scott, Yes. You want to join us. We are always. I, it's my leaders. birthday week. I have other things oh, planned. It's not that I don't want to go. It's that I, I have other things planned. I'm sorry. Well, you heard it here first. Now that Scott's not coming, I know a lot of people just decided <laughs> they want to come. But wow. speaking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But speaking as somebody who's formerly a student and now is on the other side of it and gets to see the effect that a camp has on kids. It is the coolest thing in the world. And honestly, I enjoy going more now than I even did then. Yeah. Because Absolutely. something about getting to lead those kids and see God work in them, there's no more rewarding experience as a leader. And having them in your camp and getting to know them and driving the 40 minutes it takes to get there with them and them making you just want Plus to— Plus you get a charter bus. Yeah. How fun is that? And for sure— Like for real. I looking around— the 40-minute drive there, there'll be moments that you want to choke them out. For sure, you'll want to lean over the seat. Eh, not for 40 them. minutes. Well, there'll be moments. Big stuff is a lot longer trip. Yeah. yeah. I'm just talking about rusting. Yep. Yeah. But in those 40 moments, those kids that you once wanted to choke out, once you see God working in their life and start from day one to day five and see the change that that makes, because you will see a change, I promise you, you will have, you won't be thinking about your cut. You'll be thinking, look at how God is able to work through my life and in this student. Scott's cut. Yeah, and then then when your back hurts, then you're reminded of the cut. But yeah. once again, totally worth it. <laughs> it I will say you will sleep for a day straight when you get back from I, camp. I, it's I'm, a good tired. Yeah, yeah, once again, yeah. I'm not see, you're attacking me for no reason. I'm, I'm not saying it's you. a bad thing. I'm promoting camp. That's right. Yeah, Let us know in the feedback thing. if you think we're yeah. attacking Scott. Because yeah. we I think you are. I feel like I'm attacked Aww. all the time. But on that note, I do just want to say that experience going and taking kids to camp for ten plus years, mm-hmm. being at camp. I last summer we added up was the first time in 14 years I had not been at some kind of summer camp mm-hmm. because camps were canceled because of COVID. So yeah. I am a big believer in wow. camp. I've seen God move in camp. There's a lot of great stuff that happens at camp. Louis Giglio spoke at Big Stuff when I was a junior in high school, and that's when I felt called to surrender to ministry. Mm-hmm. God has done a lot of great things in my life through camp, and I've seen him work in students' lives in camp. So Turn Scott accused me of being too serious. But it is a big deal. It is a huge spiritual milestone for families and for students that go to camp, and we'd love for your student or a grandkid or whoever neighbor that you know to be able to do that you won't have more fun anywhere else it is a i can great guarantee week. you that Definitely. either at either camp absolutely so if you want to sign up it is not too late but it's coming close fast so we want you to go to the msm.tv or, or the, the hsm.tv yes. we'll put links in the show notes the links are up everywhere we've got a fundraiser going on right now that if you sign up before may 23rd we will send a free large pizza to you and your house and it'll be awesome <laughs> Hey, dude, pizza talks, man. I, I love it. Let's see the I dough. Love Why? It. I love it. And I will say, for real, no joke, like, I've never felt the weight of the presence of God, for real, other than I have at camp, like, that deeply. It is a cool experience. It's a ton of fun. 
and it for real will it could change your walk as a Christian, as a young Christian. It could change your life. It, could, it really could. And if you're a parent listening, they might not want to go initially. It is something that could be. You difficult. should go. If you're a parent, you should go once, especially if you've never been as an adult, because mm-hmm. I've been both as a student, as an adult, and you should go as an adult if you've never been to camp at least Absolutely. once. And especially if your kid is going, even though your kid probably doesn't want you to go, you should go anyway at least once. Mm-hmm. And then as and the plus leader, we can always use leaders. Absolutely. Sure. No, and then as a parent, we will give you a chance to be outside of your kid's small group. You do right. have the chance to go and do things separate and connect with some other kids. So yes. it's not like you have to hover and be there. No, no, you don't have to be the helicopter parent because there's other leaders to do that for you. Right. Absolutely. But I still think you should go even as an adult because we always need leaders. We always need drivers, leaders, because, you know, it's just fun. Make some memories with your kids. Make memories. Yeah. Making memories. I feel like that's a song, but I'm singing it wrong. And being a leader at camp, especially this camp, there's not a lot of, you know, heavy lifting. It's mainly about being present and being receptive to, you know, them as they're going through the walk. No, no heavy lifting. So sometimes, depending on camp, yeah, you might have in mind that they're, as a parent, if you come, you've got to teach Bible lessons. You've got to do these different things. Right. So they have small groups that are there. They lead those. Even even at Big Stuff, the leader meeting is optional. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to go. You end up going because they're always they always bring in some kind of great speaker or something like me. I'm every year I've ever been as a leader. I'm like I'm not going to that thing, and I go every year, mm-hmm. even though I'm like because because also all the other leaders end up going. You don't want to be the one guy that's like you know hanging out by yourself. So you end up going. So and it's and then you learn so much positive peer pressure, and not just that. If you're worried about how, what do I say, what I do, they give you in that meeting I, at Big Stuff, because I can't speak to Generate because I've never been there, but at Big Stuff, they actually teach you like, hey, here's a book. Mm-hmm. If this comes up, this is what you say. So you you don't have to sit there and go, oh, gosh, what if this kid in my room is like, he's really struggling with something. I don't he's know a what Mexican to say. drug lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They give you the topic like, hey, maybe you shouldn't sell drugs. Mm-hmm. That's a bad thing. Right. Yeah. That's good. We've never dealt with a Mexican drug lord in my past, but I will say the closest we've come is we had a snack shop one year at camp. This is probably like the third year we did uh, OG camp, we called it. And uh, it's one generation, not original gangsters, despite, you know. <laughs> OG, got it. But when you wore the shirt, nobody knew. <laughs> so it can mean whatever you want. But uh, we had a snack shop, and this one kid, a pastor's son, he, we realized what he was doing. He was buying up all of our snacks in the snack shop and he was selling it to other kids for an upcharge. He was selling them for an increased That's rate. That's just good economics. Yes. Yeah, and I so, was thinking, well, was and I told like people came to me cause he was in my uh, cabin and they're like, dude, your kid. And he's a pastor son. He was like, your kid is like, do you see him over there? He bought all of our uh, airhead strips things for a dollar. And now he's selling them to kids for two. I was like, dude, I'm not even mad. That's amazing. <laughs> Industrious. And no, but when they got onto him and they they cut him off, they stopped selling to him. He paid other students to go buy for him, and then they brought it back. He paid them, and then he would sell what they bought for the same rate he was charging other kids. And I was like, dude, this kid is his name was places. Bill Gates. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, the worst. Rip. Well, we had some stuff. One of the funnier things that our that one of my kids did is. They have a DJ at Big Stuff that is kind of in the middle, like it's during free time. Mm-hmm. And he made one mistake. He had a Bluetooth speaker that he did not password. So my kid, our room was literally right <laughs> out front. So a kid, one of the seniors in my room, 
every time the guy would put a song on, he would change it. The guy would put it back, he'd change it back again. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. That was That's at a pretty least, harmless prank. That was 30 minutes of entertainment watching this guy get so mad. Someone and literally, we were all just in our room because we were waiting to go to lunch. And we would just be in the room. And as soon as he'd change it, he would change it again. <laughs> and all four of us were just sitting there. We're just watching. Annoying. <laughs> Playing like Crowder Band. It's just, I'm a Bobby girl. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, and once again, we didn't on? play anything like bad. It wasn't right. cussing or anything like no, that. No. But literally, we would just change the song just to make him mad. Harmless prank. Yep. Yeah, that was harmless. That's right. That's a good kind. We'll wrap up, but the last thing is a couple times people over the years have asked about scholarship and students to camp. There is a financial cost to that. We had no middle school family, Blake and I was talking last week, that was looking for assistance, and they have had so many generous people. But seriously, if you are somebody that grew up going to camp or wanted to help, that you can get in touch with Blake, Blake at the Simple Church. And there are several, I know of several, um, how how can I put this politely, older people that maybe don't have grandkids or maybe their grandkids are grown. Right. They actually love, uh, you know, sending kids to camp and sponsoring kids. We have some incredibly generous people. So if you're one of those people that maybe your kids are grown up, but you remember they had a great time at camp, you could give and help somebody actually give the, give the camp experience. Absolutely. If that, if camp has made the same impact on you that we're hoping to make on these kids this year, please, whether it, whether it be through leading, whether it just be through encouraging other students to come, Please. Or financially. Yeah, absolutely. But if you're a student that wants to come or you're a family that wants to come and you are worried about the money side of things, get in contact with us because there are ways around that. There are ways to help. If you want to be a leader at this camp, there are ways to knock the price down a little bit because we do need help and we would appreciate your help. That's right. Regular but, uh, listener yeah. Mark Perkins was a leader when I was a camp group mm, with his students. So thank was. you, Mark. Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Let's see you, Mark. That's right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but show me the money. Also, if you're worried about the COVID side of things, because it is a real, you know, it is a real issue. It is a pandemic. Yes. Just so you know, we, they are taking it very, very seriously. We will also be taking it very, very seriously. They didn't even do camp last year because they realized they can't. They have taken every kid's going to be in a plastic bubble. They will be. <laughs> no, kidding. They actually did have no. Zord balls the last time I was at yeah. Generate, so they'll really? use up everybody. Yeah, like the thing you run around and bounce and you play on. Yes, you will shatter your ankles, <laughs> but you'll never have more fun in your life. For That's sure. what camp's about. Yeah. It's really about it. Yeah. But no, they they are going to be safe, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. right. Well, thank you for being here. It started a little Blake. dicey, guys, but we got there. I think yeah. it was a good nah, podcast. It was fun. I think we landed. The- Jonah, I'm sorry you weren't here as I look into your empty chair. Oh. I know, but you had other things going on, so... We'll get him back on. Yeah, we'll That's get right. him back. Yeah. And speaking like this SCS is, chat room, every yeah. week there's a student podcast designed for students, and then we have parent stuff for parents yes. of students. Mm-hmm. Every single Monday, uh, first of the month, we have a long podcast. That's called our chat room. And then every other Monday for the rest of the month, we have a chat bite, which is a shorter, mm. more digestible podcast for you. And then, every one of them. I believe you have somebody doing special uh, Bible verses for you as well. What? Yeah. I don't know about you don't that. Remember. But there's also a middle That's school fine. and high school service every Are you Sunday. About the Scott special? Yes. We haven't even talked. Okay. That yeah. if you see a special with Scott coming up for the MSM, you'll know what we're talking Stay about. Stay tuned. Yes. More info's coming soon. But there is I a thought service. we were further along than that. I apologize. That's, That's all right. Every Sunday morning, awesome. eleven AM upstairs at the convention center. Check it out if you're a middle school or high school student. Send them upstairs. Room two oh six for middle 206. school. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well that's enough there. So thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Do it again. Do the yell. That's a good yell. Yeah, that's a good There we go.
Thank you for listening. If you have a middle school or high school student or you know somebody that does, we'd love for you to check out all the Sign stuff Student Ministries doing this summer. Them up. And even beyond camp. Even if you can't go to camp, they do fun events. They do regular stuff in the summer. Yes, it's great. They do. We have all kinds. Blake is doing something once a month. I don't know what Jonah's doing, but I'm sure he's doing something. He's doing once, once a month, month pre-summer, but they're doing more stuff this summer. Yes. They're going a Six Flags trip. I know high school's going. So yes. All that good stuff. Check out. Senior mystery trip. Oh, if you're a graduate. Where are they going? Nobody knows. I don't know, actually. Really? Huh. I don't know either. There you go. I have a guess. Ooh, we'll talk yeah. about that off air. Mm. But check it out at thehsm.tv, or you can go and follow them on Instagram, thehsmtv, and do the same thing for middle school. You replace the H with the M. The MSM that or confused the me. MSM TV. <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes so you yeah, can click on it and find Make out. It a little easier. That's right. And thank you for listening today. Thank you for subscribing. If you subscribe, you get the new episode every week when it comes out automatically. Do that wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube. Do it today. Happy summer, Scott. It's Memorial Day weekend. Is it? It is. Wow. Time fun. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye.